Force is back. The Rebels won't tire till they see the last of the Empire. And Kenner's there with Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. It's Ewok Village. I must see my friends. Let's set. Dear me. It's C-3PO, Lovegray, and Ewok Village playset. Action figures each sold separately. You have to put it together. Your throne, O Golden King, will celebrate with special stew. A barbecue. No celebration for me until my friends are free. Ewok Village playset from Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. Action figures sold separately from Kenner. Now, back to our program. Here we go. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. I'm going to kill you. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow. That's not how the force works. Very small man can cast a very large shadow. This <laughs> does put a smile on my face. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. Most impressive. You are on the Sith list. I have spoken. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 186 of the Sith list. I'm your host, Arajal Chai, and my co-pilot for this evening, the young, the restless, the bearded one who still has a shaven head, Mr. Carlos Buraguayo. The man who got here on time. Not really because we're starting later, but hey, we'll just say it's on time. Mr. Les is... In the show notes, it says, The Mend. We call El Hombre. Thanks for uh, putting that out there. Delete. Let's just put the, the man- Mando that we call El Hombre. <laughs> the Mando we call King Tom. The ruler <laughs> of all pods. Mr. Tom Chansky, how you doing, buddy? This is the way. boy. Hey, nice. The man we call El Hombre. The man who's never going to give you up. The man who will never let you down. The man who never going to run around and desert you. And furthermore, he's the man that's never going to tell a lie and hurt you. Mr. Eric. Is this because I wasn't here last week? The whole never going to give you up thing. Is that, is that what that's about? Could be. That's a bingo. <laughs> I'm back, you, baby. You just been Struthers rolled. Wow. That's fine. I'm very excited for this week's Sith list because we're bringing back the man that goes by many names: the Colonel, the Awesome Aussie, <laughs> the Skater who isn't afraid of breaking ankles. We know that because we watched the video here. Please welcome oh. back from the new podcast, Texas Steel, and of course the Steel Wars podcast, our friend and yours, Mr. Steel. Saunders, how you doing, Steel? I'm good. Hey, you guys. It's um, you should feel lucky that I'm doing this because (laughs) that's his opening, by the way. (laughs) No, because I have got a new project, and um, I was working on it last week. It's it's called um, Wednesday Night with Struthers. I've just we've taken one week off to to come do your podcast before we we leave. How dare you! 
So this is the Texas Steel, right? This is what's happening. No, it's Wednesday nights with Struthers. Steel hump, and Struthers, Wednesday nights. Hump day with Steel and Struthers. Not doing the SithList.net. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey. Yeah. I thought that song was Reach Out and Touch Me as well. Oh, no shit. You really? Yeah, man. It was very, um, like, I wasn't, like, silly enough to go to a concert and scream it, but... um. <laughs> I did but that I for 25 years, by the way. I did that for 25 years. You were like the only one. Yeah, I haven't missed yeah. their tours in like 20 years. Yeah, the um, I that was very enlightening. Yeah. It, it, don't you think it's reach out and touch me? It's better. It's better. Yeah, reach out and touch me. And in concert, he puts his hand out and like you're, looks like you want to touch him. So was, of course it's May. And then they could license it to Sony for like 3D televisions or something. Do you know what I mean? For the themes music on the ad. Yeah, it's it's a natural. I don't, what, I don't What's the actual lyric again? Reach out and touch faith. It is called Personal Jesus. It's about televangelists and all that stuff, but I get why it's faith now. I wish they would have put faith 25 years ago when I saw him on the big screen instead of last year. Oh, well. Yeah. But we, we, we're going to go back to that because we have, I think, an email from Andy Campbell who, oh, no. who has one for us as well. But... How's everything going, Steel? You haven't been on in a while, and obviously I know how you're doing because how, how's things? How's Steel Wars? How's the baby? How's, how's, how's life? Yeah, it's all good. Steel Wars is sort of uh, ramping back up after the, the film. It's hard to get things going back after a film because you lose your momentum. Like you lose your daily, you know, you're doing all your review episodes and all that, and then it's like, when do I let go of this? When do I start talking about books that Tom's going to read to me? It's, um, you never know. Hey, but hey, I've got to tell you this thing. Last week I was meant to do the podcast and thanks for working around me to uh, adjust. But yes. my friend, uh, Michelle, her and her friends, they go to trivia near their house in Silver Lake every week. And, and last week was Star Wars trivia. So they brought me in as a ringer. Nice. And um, the pressure was on for me to perform and, and come through with the goods. Right. And, you know, like, I'm, I, like I, I did that Schmodown Star Wars thing and it was like, um, there's no way I'm going to win this because I'm <laughs> yeah, just against intense. So I was just like, I'll get a few, I'll, I'll get a couple of answers then. It's, let's, let's make with the zingers. And, but this was like a thing that like I was meant to be the best person in the room. And I, I, so I, was, I was in there and I was going to get stressed out. And I'm looking over at this one guy he's sitting there by himself and um, he doesn't look like he's dressed up for a nice night at the pub. Oh. He's, and I'm just not like, a, oh. Not a good sign, Steel. Not a good sign. I, I was saying to the girls, I was like, oh, I think that's a dark horse. Like, he could take it. Look at him. He's, he's just come down. He doesn't care. He just wants to answer the questions. We're all just like checking him out and stuff. And... um just before the trivia was about to start, one of the staff went over to him and gave him his Uber Eats order and he got in his car and drove off to deliver. <laughs> <laughs> so with him out of the way, it was a clean sweep. And oh, uh, Good for you. We, we, we took it out. But, oh, so this is the thing when the, the people aren't very – like they just do whatever trivia that week. Like, you know, they do Futurama and they study it that week. Oh, shit. Um, it's a common thing for trivia, Arash. What, what Futurama is? No, that just that's how trivia people. No, work. I get it. I just didn't know they were going to. They did Futurama trivia. All right. Well, I will. I will try to 
jump that roadblock Keanu Reeves in a bus style <laughs> and continue on with the story. I'm sorry. That um, they had these photos for the first warm-up round of 10 characters, right? And this is what happens when you're, you're too into Star Wars and the people organizing the trivia are not. So they were quite basic. The hardest one on it was Captain Panaka, which is pretty rudimentary. But then down the bottom, there was a Rodian oh. and it wasn't Greedo. It was Bebo, you know, the guy from Jabba's Palace. But in, I had to like, I was debating this with the girls. It's like, this is Bebo, but I think they think it's Greedo. So I feel like I should give the wrong answer because it will be their right answer. And I should should also say that before I left the house, Jackie said I wasn't allowed to make a scene when they got one of the questions wrong, like the trivia people. Mm -hmm. She like fully gave me a pat on the head and just like, now they're not into Star Wars as much as you. (laughs) So they get something a little bit wrong. The the lightsaber is the wrong color and just, just let it go. And so I had to answer the question with their lack of knowledge. So I gave the wrong answer, but it was the, the right way. answer to For them. the betterment of the team. Yes. Right. So what a read of the scene. I, I, I felt like after that, I was, I was, if I got, if they, if they messed that right, if they actually knew the right one or I had to like, I just didn't want to have to say it's Bebo. Like I just, I was. Can you imagine wrong. if somebody else, though, took it and said, no, that's Bebo. You don't get those points. That would have sucked. I would not be in the warm spirits that I am now. But apart from that, things are really good. Great. It's interesting you said that because we're, Lorena and I, we watch This Is Us. We're big fans of This Is Us. Oh, you're killing. No, it's a great show. It is a fantastic show. Dude, no. If you want to see someone in space, if you want to see someone be sad, be sad in space. I know sad people just like in daily life. I don't have to watch them on TV. Like either I want my sad people really rich or really in the past or really fighting dragons or in like, like the dude that lives down the, I know, I know he's miserable. I don't need to watch a fictionalized version of him. But here's the deal. There is a Star Wars tie into This Is Us because one of the main characters, they just had a baby. He's a massive Star Wars fan. He has these 77, 70, well, 70, yeah, 78 Star Wars original figures that he's trying to interact with the baby. The baby's blind, is born blind. So it's a sad situation, obviously. The, you know, spoiler alert. Okay, that is real. Uh, let's just. No, no, hold on. Here's the cool thing. Here's the, no, no, but so he's got the baby playing with vintage Star Wars figures. Yes, and he's trying to show him and he's, the baby's feeling it. It's very, not very real. nice it's, moment. It's not realistic at all it's not realistic at all because nobody would let their baby touch the vintage star exactly figure. i get it but here's the funny thing no it's because he has a he has three of them he has one one to keep one just in case and the one for the kid okay that, that might be possible but here's the, the that's interesting because this is why lorena looked at me and goes you're such a nerd because he had all the 77s like 77 78s right all the all of them but chewy and han were the power of the force ones and they stuck out like a fucking sore thumb i was like this motherfucker is trying to pull that these are vintage. These aren't fucking vintage. Those are, those are part of the forest 93s. I've got one like that. When seven levitated the millennium Falcon in stranger things, uh-huh. it, was, it was Hasbro millennium yes. Falcon, not a that, millennium Falcon. That's right. That's the, right. The movie Argo took place in like 1980 and it, it had several scenes in the, in the main character's kid's bedroom and there were return of the Jedi action figures. Argo. God, 
proving that he Our couldn't goal fuck was very early. <laughs> right. Right. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you guys should all watch This Is Us if you like crying. No. Be happy. I'm okay. Thank you, though. <laughs> Eric Struthers, we missed you last week, as you could tell if you listened to the podcast. I did. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> Dude, I'm great. Me and uh, my dad, Ned Flanders, went to a church <laughs> convention. And uh, so, yeah. No, seriously, man. It was a good trip. Yeah, I needed to get away, and I did, and it was rad. And now I'm back. And uh, I appreciate you guys putting out such a good show. It was it was cool to listen to it for a change. Thanks, man. I talked to Eric on Monday, and the conversation got really deep really quickly. We can't even talk about what we talked about, but it, it got like crazy serious within 10 minutes. It was pretty good. Great conversation, Eric. See, I've been on a lot of podcasts. Yeah. Could be the worst story ever told on a podcast. Ever. I know. I just, I just thought of it right now when I was saying. It. I was like, "That's great." I just propped up this conversation. Not going to tell anybody any of it. That's good. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Okay, Tom, how you doing? <laughs> I totally thought of that. I was a very deep. I was like, "Oh fuck, I can't get involved." I, I just I love that your co-host in the room just let you drown. There's no... Yeah, yeah. no, I knew I was going down. Yeah, we, we're, we're yeah. not going to fish him out. We're yeah. not going to help him. No. <laughs> I was passed yeah, out. I was, yeah, it, was, it was like the almost famous, you know, when jumping off the fucking roof. Oh. And fucking going down and just sinking. Just was sinking on that story. And I was like, damn it, why did I say that? King Tom, how you doing, buddy? I'm, I'm doing all right. Doing all right. I had a not-so-deep conversation with you today. Don't need to recap that. No, no. How deep is it, Tom? Not deep at all. It wasn't deep at all, actually. It was about Star Wars and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars and celebration shit. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boo and Les, you guys doing okay? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. No, I'm doing good. Everything's good. The weather's nice, so that's that's really enjoyable. So, yeah, doing the, all good. The weather is nice. It was, it was about 85 degrees today. Yes. No, for God's sake, we got <sighs> snow. Yep. Holy shit. Did you really? Oh, that's awful. Yeah, it was all melted oh. off by the end of the day, though, thankfully. It's going to be 19 tomorrow here. <laughs> oh, shit. It was literally 84 degrees today. Oh, I'm not ready for that. Yeah. No, I wasn't ready for it either, but it was really nice. It like did. driving to driving yeah, home, and it was cool. like the sun. Wearing like shorts summer. and everything, yeah. yeah. I put on some Calvin Harris. I was like, oh, this is, I feel like I'm at a pool party. It's really hey, good. Geez. Minus the pool. Minus Calvin Harris, <laughs> minus the pool, and minus the people at the pool. The yeah, party. you go. Good, right, you guys, deep, secretive conversation weather. You know, this is the sit list. We do everything here. Oh, yes. We have the Doppler. We have Eric Struthers, Eric Struthers with our Doppler 39 uh, Star Wars report I, I, coming up. I wish we did the weather. That'd be great. Don't tempt me. Here, yeah. oh, oh, by the way. Here, by the like Star news. Wars weather, like on Seriously. store tours where they tell you what the weather is, where, where you're landing. Oh, yeah. For the cool. different planets. Yeah, we could do that. Cool. Here's the deal. The pressure yeah. right now is completely off because I guarantee you nobody is listening to this oh, absolutely. show. <laughs> so oh, we can just yeah. do whatever. We, we lost all five of our listeners five minutes ago when I talked about <laughs> This Is Us. But <laughs> let's, uh, let's give out the shenanigans real quick. Remember, what we're going to do now is we're going to say, hey, go to makingstarwars.net because you know why? They have some great podcasts on there. Check them out. They're all fantastic. They're all great. If you like us, you'll probably like them. For Star Wars news, for podcasts, for all kinds of cool stuff, go to makingstarwars.net. Also, definitely check out Steel Wars and Steel's podcast because it's fantastic. And we'll talk about that at the end, and he'll tell you where you can listen to it and where you can check him out on Twitter and all that great stuff. Check us out on the SithList.net for episodes, for merchandise, for pictures, and all that good stuff as well. And that's your shenanigans for the week. 
Now, let's get into the box office really quick. Paramount's Sonic the Hedgehog. Boy, Eric's fucking just laughing. What's going on, Eric? You missed a fucking week. And- You're telling people to look forward to this being over, and I guarantee you they already are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Charlie. <laughs> Sorry. You go to Texas. You got a new podcast with Steel. You're coming in. Coming in Sorry. fighting. I get it. I get Ooh. it. Paramount Sonic the Hedgehog managed to hold off 20th Century's Call of the Wild. That's the one with Harrison Ford. And I, I thought that movie was going to end up at number one because it has Harrison Ford and it has a CGI dog and it has the wild, but uh, it didn't. But it barely missed. Second week, this is the second week Sonic the Hedgehog as number one. It's topping $106 million after just 10 days in release after ranking as the fourth largest video game adaptation domestically of all time. They got stats for everything. This is coming from boxofficepro.com. So Sonic the Hedgehog, anybody see Sonic the Hedgehog? Uh, people have kids? No? Good, because I haven't seen it either. Hey, but you know, you're going to have to start doing that pretty soon, though. Yeah. You're going to see these movies. That's so. not for like another two, three years. Though. I know, but you, know, you say it now, be like, good, you know, don't have to see it. You're going to have to see them all. You know, Steel's got a newborn as well, right? Mm-hmm. Steel, how old is Harry? He's like a year and a half. He's a year and a half. <laughs> Steel and I are taking our kids to a music festival. It's going to be their first music festival. I'm a little worried how that's going to go down, but I think it's going to work out. I think it's going to be a great experience. We're going to have to get these big ass headphones for yeah, them. Yeah, I, right? I, I was like, I think the experience centers on whether or not the kids are willing to uh, wear the uh, the ear muff thing. But here's the deal: I'm not going to tell Lorena, so don't tell her. Luckily, that's she, always she, a good plan. But Steele and I are going to leave the kids with the the mothers, uh-huh. the wives, and then we're going to go in and we're going to go into a mosh pit. We're going to do like, you know, someone's going to play like a steel. Steel is very excited about it. We're going to jump into a mosh pit just for like a good round. Yeah, that, that, that will definitely be a, yeah, I'll follow you in, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that, that should be interesting. We're going to Austin for Austin City Limits and uh, we'll see how that goes. But Sonic the Hedgehog, I guess, great for Sonic and the fans for changing the look because it's working evidently and, and uh, good for them. For them. I, I would find it hard just to go into a into a cinema and with a straight face go one for Sonic the Hedgehog please. <laughs> like, right. What is that? Right. What what's the storyline? I have no clue. Is Jim Carrey Sonic the Hedgehog? No, Jim Carrey's like the villain, correct? Yeah, he's the bad guy. Oh. He's the uh, the evil doctor dude. I, and I James, forgot his name. James Martin's also in it. Right. Who plays yeah. Sonic? It's a comedian. I don't know. Our crack team is on it right now. Les is looking at it. He's trying to find it. But it's a, I believe it's a comedian, a stand-up comedian. Les is Google. Les is Google. Yes. Les is Google. That's right. While he's looking at that, Mr. Strathers, are you ready for some Star Wars? I sure Are you ready to give am, us the report? Man, Bring sure the Doppler am. Star Wars 5000 into the Sith list. As, as that is setting up Ben Schwartz's Ben Sonic. Schwartz. If you oh. guys know who Ben Schwartz is. Yeah, he was Sonic. in Park, Parks and Recreation. Oh, there you go. He was he was my 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 Sonic the Hedgehog fan cast. That's when I was fan casting Sonic movie. Was I was like, oh, Ben Swartz would be great. We need Emily Lindo Lynn to do a a uh, a fan uh, novelization. Oh, good Sonic lord, no! Fanfic, oh my a god, a fan fiction of Sonic the Hedgehog. And have Grosso, when you get to know him, you can tell the tone in his voice when he's going to suggest something stupid. Like he's ah. <laughs> That means it suggests a lot of stupid things during when I'm not on the podcast, by the way. That's because mid-sentence, you're like, I probably shouldn't say this, but 
I'm, yeah. That's everything I say on the podcast. You like half toss it up there. Yeah. Be like, yeah, maybe. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. All right, Mr. Strathers, hit us up with some Star Wars. <laughs> it's time for Eric's Star Wars report. Well, hey, man. So Clone Wars officially back. By the time you hear this episode of The Sith List, the second episode of this final Clone Wars season will have dropped. But right now we only have the first one to talk about. But man, way to come back in swinging. The Bad Batch. It's an arc about these clones who have uh, desirable mutations. And, uh, man, it's really good. My kids totally dug it. Uh, it felt good to have, like, new Clone Wars back. It felt good to have the animations be so familiar yet definitely be updated. Uh, like, I've been going through early episodes of Clone Wars, like season one, season two. And to see it, to see how it's progressed to now and the technology they have available. But, dude, if you guys are into this at all, Anakin is like the broodiest, most emo guy you've ever seen now with the long hair and the facial expressions. And uh, I'm really stoked on what's coming next. But what about you guys? Have you watched this? Yeah, Les and I actually watched it at work during our lunch. Nice. Yep. I was impressed by the, they stepped up the animation, which I thought it looked really, really good. The storyline was cool. I wasn't a huge Clone Wars guy. Neither was Les, right? No. But I, we were impressed. It's very much enjoyable. Yeah, really, really fun. Uh, I like the idea of having a, a squad that was, you know, they have some uh, modifications done. To we're, make we're like the bad batch of podcasts. And then they were like, <laughs> you guys are a bunch of regs. Like, that was awesome. How they just like had some the utter disdain for any regular clone troops. Like, right. it was awesome. I loved it. I thought it was really good. Like, I, I was just a moderate Clone Wars fan. And... Mm-hmm. I don't have, like, those early ones, like Eric was saying. Like, now when you watch them, they look like Beast Wars or something. It's just, <laughs> like, Anakin's, like, polygon head. Like, oh, Robbo podcast with us all the time. He accidentally watched the first ever episode because that's what it suggests for you to watch. I, I did right. that. Actually, you know what? I did that, Steel. Sorry to jump in. I clicked on it and Roger's sitting there and then he's like, uh, are you sure it's the newest one? Yeah, I said, and I'm like, it, yeah, yeah. This, I said, it's not the newest one. <laughs> but he's like, I remember this. One. He's like DMing us all in this group having a seizure about um <laughs> about Count Dooku's <laughs> square chin. I think he likened it to a tiki mug. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Count Dooku's head was a tiki mug. I don't know. It was just fun to watch Star Wars and just sort of like it wasn't that important to me. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, like when you watch, like, the mo- for me, the movie, it's just sort of like, do or die, please be good. And it's so much pressure. And I just watched this yeah. and just like, yeah, that was just, that was just a sweet 25 minutes. That was, it was good fun. And, yeah. you know, it's like it was sort of, they definitely, um, like, the tone of it was, you know, they'd lightened up on the Roger Rogering and stuff from sort of what I'd remembered as, as some of the early stuff and, yeah, it was just a good Star Wars story with uh, the little mystery. And But I tell you what the best thing about it is, you guys, is Corey, Clone Wars Corey, who I just adore and I love his love for the Clone Wars. He put up like an abbreviated edit of him watching it for the first time. <laughs> 
Oh, dude, you have to watch it. It's it's on that oh. um, Kessel Run transmissions. Anyway, yeah. he um the bit where Rex, I might get all the names mixed up because I don't know if you guys noticed they all same. <laughs> the bit where Rex is looking at his iPad, reminiscing about his um <laughs> his friends. Oh my god, watching Corey emote during that bit, I was just like, this is amazing. Like it's it's so like interesting and fascinating how like that for him is his like that's the nucleus of his Star Wars fandom and it all sort of expands out there from him. But like even if you don't like Clone, like just how happy, how many emotions this dude felt in twenty five minutes or how it was. It's so. I just sort of put it on for a second and then I was like, I can't turn this off. This is a wild ride. But he's like just so connected to it. it it's cool to watch. So check yeah, it out. It's, it's up on YouTube. Yeah. So we're going to have Corey and Noah on very soon. I was talking to Corey over the weekend. And I said, we got to have you on after like three or four episodes of the Clone Wars just to come and talk. But if you are into the Clone Wars, definitely check them out. It's Kessel Run Transmissions. They are really great guys. We're fucking around not knowing their names, but. They're awesome guys. We're going to have them on. We've had them on multiple times, but separately. We're going to have them on together. Yeah, Steel's right. Corey loves Clone Wars so much. It, it, it feels like, like I love, I love the original trilogy, and Empire is like my favorite of all time. To have that love for something else that's not a feature film is so fucking great. So yeah, check out Kessel Run, Kessel Transmissions. What is it called again? <laughs> And they keep changing the name. I know. So it's like Kessel. I think it's Kessel Run Transmissions. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the thing. Yes. Yes. So definitely check them out for some Clone Wars info. King Tom, what do you think? This particular storyline isn't my bag, but it's it's nice to have it back. I thought it was well done. I just would rather see Jedi, Ahsoka, Mandalorians. It was okay. I, I feel like I was into it more because I didn't have to stress out that it was like. Why is Anakin saying that? Like, I, I sort of, I, I like it when they like don't interact too much with the major characters because I can just, I can relax as an angry boy on the internet. Is Anakin going to have that scowl throughout the entire fucking season? Yeah, like he looks really, probably. he looks Man. really upset. Mad bro, he was mad. <laughs> Real fucking mad. Boo, did you see it? Nope. You didn't see it? <laughs> Okay. I, probably, I thought you were going to watch it. I'll probably wait till it's all over and then just be able to watch all however many episodes gonna, it is. You're going to binge it? Probably. Right. He's probably not even going to do that. Probably man. not. I dare you. Damn. At some point. I have to. Brittany's going to make it watch it. I don't know point. how she didn't make you watch it this first This first one. Because there's other shit to watch. Did Brittany Brown watch it? Yeah. 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 All She's right. seen it. Yeah. All she right. probably just walked away from me like, screw it. I'm going to go watch it in another room. <laughs> uh, before we get to Project Luminous, which, you know, the epically long tease of something that didn't live up to the lengthy hype. I don't know. You'll have to be the judge. We'll let King Tom tell us about that when we get to it. But before then, let's talk about talk about Bob Iger. Bob Iger retired, I guess, of sorts. What's he gonna do? What's the story? He's, what's the what's the deal? I think he's still going to be on the board and he said he's going to deal with creative matters. Until his contract is up. Yeah, that's that's correct. So he's not totally hopping on a plane and saying, see ya. But this other new guy, uh, the other Bob, is taking over as CEO. Bob Denver, right? 
Sure, why not? Bob Denver. Was he the one on the island? On Gilligan's Island? Okay. That's the one. So, yeah, man. I mean, I'm honestly, I expected there to be more of a, like a crazy uproar over it. And I, I, I'm sort of, I haven't really been that involved in like wading into these crazy discussions in social media. But what's the, what's the word on the street with that, King Tom? You spend a good amount of time on Twitter. What, what do you make of it? Uh, I think a bunch of people were surprised by it. And I, I've seen a lot of people who are fans of Disney parks do not like the move because this the other Bob, um, he was responsible for scaling down some of the plans at Galaxy's Edge, and he's made a number of other cutbacks to the, the parks and live attractions. The, the rumor is that, oh, he likes blockbusters and big event-type movies. But the reality is no one knows what's going to happen. Bob Iger leaves some pretty big shoes to fill. He's been head of the company for 15 years, and he was the one. He bought Pixar. He bought Marvel. He bought Lucasfilm. And he merged with 20th Century Fox. So no matter who's following him, they're going to they're not going to be able to measure up. And this is a big entertainment company that is going to be putting out product every year. That's not going to stop. Disney Plus is not going to stop. No one knows what's going to happen. All we know is that this guy is overseeing day to day operations of everything. And Iger is transitioning to creative projects, which in a funny way, might end up involving him with Star Wars more. He's known as a guy that squeezes every penny out of everything. So he he he, he was the guy that like got the third ride at Galaxy's Edge nixed, apparently, and how there was meant to be like robots and all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. going around. Mm-hmm. Nah. That's not happening. Not on Bob, his watch. Bobby, no. So it's um I don't know. It's 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 kind of well, you have no idea, but you know he could sort of shift Star Wars in a way that could be you know quite like shocking. Or Jeremy, you don't know, but I don't know. It's it, it, it's always worrying when you've got someone that's a bit more um, money focused, and he, he seems he, he's said to be not a very like you know like creative person. He's more of a administrator which you know he's he's got to direct creative people on what to do but yeah he's sort of seen as a a little bit of a robotic accountant you get the job completely or is it like interim yeah he's ceo and then bob's just i don't know president or something but bob like is still above him until the end Mm. of 21 or something Mm. like that oh okay yeah it, it could be um steady as she goes or it could be, you know, scaled back stuff, but who knows? Yeah, that is certainly outside of my area of expertise when it comes to really predicting what's going to happen in an industry like that. Yeah, well, quite often, like a new CEO, they, they want to, just by the type of person that becomes CEO, they want to make their mark. Right. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, you want to have that yeah. big land. And, you know, Bob Iger's got like 27 of them. <laughs> From buying right. all those companies to, yeah. um, you know, Disney Plus, you know, and, and was it, I think, did they have $6 billion films last year? Was that how many it yeah, was? Yeah, six movies that made a billion dollars. Yep. It's crazy. And Rise of Skywalker uh, was at a billion, 70 million last time I checked. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Right behind the Joker. 
by the way, by three million. What a world. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. <laughs> so anyway, now this this next thing, let's just jump forward. Mm-hmm. We were talking about it a second ago, Project Luminous. Now this is gonna result in many episodes of Page Wars where <laughs> King Tom will read these books and tell Steel what happened oh, in them. God, but it's this Project Luminous is something that they've been teasing since Comic Con last year, trust yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. At <laughs> least it's yeah. Sat it, through the panel. It was I think January, February of twenty nineteen. Yeah. So here we are, a year long tease on this thing. What's it gonna be? And the the whilst I get the I don't know, the desire to build this up and the people involved in this meaning meaning so much to him, me personally. All like the back slapping, well, oh, well, here's, woohoo, wish we could tell you about this over and over that went on for so long. I feel like they way overhyped this thing. While the news is cool, I feel like the methodology for hyping people up probably went astray a little bit. This is the sort of thing you do, like I mentioned this before, was, oh, man, <laughs> we got big crazy news. What's that? Disney bought Lucasfilm. That's the the way they went about this equates to that sort of news. Not like, here's a buttload of books. Get ready. And I I do think it's going to be neat, but I disagree with the way they went about it. King Tom, you are the book expert amongst us. Tell us all about this. Okay. Uh, it Project Luminous is was the code name for now the official High Republic era. It Takes pl- it will be a series of books and comics by a number of publishers um, in all types of young adult, great grade school, regular adult novels, comic books, obviously, uh, but taking place in this era set about 200 years before The Phantom Menace. Uh, the the m- Most of the ca- main characters will be Jedi. But we've been told there are smugglers and other people who will be involved. The um, villains are this group of space Vikings called the Nile. And the idea behind the the project was what is what scares the Jedi? But at the same time, they want to show the Jedi as true knights who you know fight to to bring peace and justice to the galaxy in a way that we have not seen them before. But then at the same time, uh, as part of the rollout, they showed this, this whiteboard with all these concepts. And there's a, a strong feeling that they will be showing war as not a good thing, um, which uh, has a bunch of people who like to record YouTube videos in their car while wearing sunglasses. Very, very upset with that. Uh, but it's like Eric said, no, J- Jason, up- Jason, record, he records me in a garden. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's in in front of some very nice uh, bonsai trees and tea yeah. yes but uh like eric said the build-up was annoying but this has the potential to be a very interesting time this is not these are not the only books that we are going to get we are going to get publishing things set in other time periods but and they they release information about the first three books and two comic series, which will be the first phase of this, and we will get more stories after that. I personally think it'll be really neat. Mm-hmm. I I like like the cover art that we've seen. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got a, a Wookiee holding a lightsaber, so I'm all in for that. And I think that the they look cool all overall, like the outfits and stuff. I am surprised that it's only 200 years before the prequels. Yeah. I expected it to be, because, you know, they were throwing around the number 400 there for a while. Right. The rumors we were hearing. Who's they? Uh, the internet, I guess. <laughs> okay. I think that was based off of something Matt Martin of the story group said, because someone asked him, about the High Republic after the Dooku lost audio drama or Jedi lost came out, and he said it was around four to five hundred years. So I think that's what we were all basing it on. Ah, okay. I wasn't sure where that came from. I just know that was the number floating around. Mm-hmm. But uh, so Araj, are you into the Star Wars books at all? Uh, you know what? I'm I'm not like fully into it. Not like King Tom because I can't read. A book a day, but <laughs> they said you can't read. I was like, damn, on like, company time. I can't read it at all. Yeah, but I do disagree with you a little bit. I want you guys' take. I think this is a huge thing because they're going to do what Marvel did, right? They're trying to do what Marvel did. We're going to get these movies here and there. Marvel's got the product to go back to do what they did with the Avengers and bring all the stories together. Star Wars doesn't have that luxury. We're done with those stories. This is the way we're going to get all this information about all these new characters, all this new history to spring us into the new storyline. This is the only way they could possibly do. And I think it's a genius move. You're going to have stories through the books, through the video games, through the comic books to get us excited about what is going to be the future of Star Wars. But you're taking a big leap there. Well, this, but, yeah. but, but still, this is the only leap that we can possibly take. Think about this. They're, they're going through, we're, we're going to get a set of films that we have no idea what it's going to be about. And you're just going to have people go, okay, I'm going to get excited about these characters that I have no yes. backstory on. Yep. No, that, that's not going to work. But no, but, but my thing of it is, is, what is it? Out of all of us here who are massive Star Wars fans, fucking huge. Right. How many of us read all the books? Well, I get that's that. my issue. Yeah, I that's get, my I, issue. I I, and, I, and, and, and I get the idea that, yeah, you, you have to have some some backstory a little bit. Not really, to be honest. But if you want to have, a, you know, some, OK, this is where these people came from. You can read more into who they are, literally read it. And then, you know, you can figure out and then, oh, look, they're going to be in movies because they've said so far that they're not going to be TV shows or movies as of yet. No. Which says to me is that if people like these characters and if they are successful, they'll start floating the idea. What I think is going to happen more and more is with this whole Disney Plus thing, they're going to sprout out these characters, these times, these short films, maybe these one season miniseries, things like that, where they have these these snippets of time throughout, you know, Star Wars, you know, wherever it is, whenever it is, to give us the backstory and the ideas of these characters and less so with the books or with the comics. I agree with that. I, mm-hmm. I do agree with that. Star Wars makes its money from the hardcore fans going multiple times to go see it. Yes. Right. Multiple no. times. So we're at a billion dollars, a billion 70 million, right? This movie is made. The majority of the people that I talk to that are Star Wars fans, uh, except for King Tom have seen the movie two or three times. Normally, not only do you go see it four or five times, but then you take your parents to go see it. You take your friends to go see it and you go see it again with them. That didn't happen with Rise of Skywalker. Everybody saw it already. So you need to excite the Star Wars fans, the hardcore fans, as well as the common folk. I I don't even know what your point is. Like, it's... They, they, they the point is make, that you have they, to they excite make, us. They don't make a billion dollars. They don't make a billion dollars off 
of people that read the books. No, 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 no. I'm not saying read the books. I'm saying that you're introducing new characters, new storylines that we know nothing about. Couldn't disagree more. It's like, that's the worst thing that you can do is bring out books and go read this. Like that's like, that's no, like that's a foolhardy way to launch a movie series is read the book. It's like, you've got to make the promotional materials, the, the trailer that tell the story to like, to get people in, like, because the majority of people that go see Star Wars films have got zero interest in reading a book to get interested in a film. Oh, no, I agree. I agree with that. The common folk aren't going to read the book. They're not going to play the video games. They're not going to do the comic books. I'm talking about the diehard fan. Diehard fans, they, they go multiple times. Like, King Tom, how many times have you seen Rise of Skywalker? 13. <laughs> Holy, Holy shit. shit. That's, that's, <laughs> Jesus yeah, that, Christ. That, look. That, it sounds like someone that needs to be convinced to go to see a Star Wars film. No, no, no. But I've seen it three times. Normally, I would go four, five, six. I would take people and go, dude, you got to see this. You got to see this. I didn't do that in this film. Not that I didn't like it. I really liked the film. I thought I enjoyed it, and I thought it was, it was an entertaining film. What's that got to do with the book? No, no. I'm saying is the books and the video games and the comic books are what diehard fans like us that are on a podcast, that listen to podcasts about Star Wars, want to know more information about. So when we are going to see the film, we have a backstory of what we're going to watch. So so Jedi Fallen Order is pretty much all agreed upon that it was a, a good, if not a great video right. game. Yeah, Everybody yeah, loved yes, it. Yes, it the storyline yes. story is great. Right. Do you want a movie about that? I don't want a movie about it because exactly. I have... No, hold on. Then that, then re- that, that's no, my no, exact no, point. But I haven't seen anything about it. I haven't played the game. But there are people that are pushing for a series or a movie about that storyline. Correct, King Tom and... And Eric, maybe uh, I haven't that's everything. Know, seen much. People, people pushing for everything. We we were talking about that their methodology of hyping this thing up. It's like that episode of Family Guy where they talk about you go to space camp and it's the week where it's they're introducing you to like the lady from HR. It's sort <laughs> of like that because they're they're hyping this thing up in a way that don't get me wrong. I think it's going to be rad, and I'm glad they're doing it. I'm glad we're getting this timeline, and I'm glad we're getting all these books. I just think that the 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 hype train for it and the length of time that they spent hyping this up to to be what it is personally is a bit of a letdown mm. uh because most of the most of the hardcore star wars fans i would say at best 20% of them religiously read the books at best people who consider themselves hardcore star wars yeah. fans yeah 20% maybe read the books marvel did wasn't didn't have a string of successful movies because the comic book fans all went in droves to go see the movies at all. They went, they were successful because they were great visually and they marketed them so well that people went by the truckload. Yeah. Now, but Eric, everyday person, I've never read a Marvel comic and I've that's seen exactly what I'm getting at. I've yeah. seen almost every MCU film. They made it palatable for, like Joe Ticket Buyer or Steel Ticket Buyer. Well, what I'm saying is that it's palatable because the storylines that they used have worked before. They're good stories. Like Marvel's Marvel storylines are good stories. Not not that they haven't. But been they're not going to use these the stories. They're not going to use these the stories in these books. They're not going to make into movies. Like I guarantee. That's the one thing I will guarantee is. These this story will not be made into a movie. Right. I agree they with will never I, do that. I agree with that. They're not going to use the stories that the books are going to come out with. But the High Republic stuff that 
era is going to be done, correct? So, so hold on. So let's say let's say that Project Luminous was the future for the films. Mm. Project Luminous is these are this is the next trilogy that we're going to make. Right. We have these the you know this director mm-hmm. for these two or whatever whatever plan they have. This was the entire plan. They just lay it all out and they have the timelines. This movie comes out that this year, next year, da, 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 whatever. Mm. Would you be okay knowing absolutely nothing about these characters? Would I be okay? Yeah. Yes. Then, I would be. Then that's then then. I see your point. Yeah, that's. What I'm, I'm gonna say. go either way. Okay. Well, How about hey, this? How about but, this? Oh wait, can I just throw in this little just bit of marketing just thought? Yeah. Hey, if you're gonna make them into a movie, or you're gonna like use this era to make him into a movie, and you're a company that wants profit, and you get a profit from selling books, mm. what would make the book sell more? Not saying they're going to tie into like a future movie series or right. saying they are. Like, yeah, do you know right, what I mean? Like, right, you're, right, you're right. going to like quadruple your sales like straight away. That's true. Um, but to Eric's point about it being disappointing, like, I, I, I'm like, I was sort of pretty, you know, like adjusted to what it was going to be. But when you think about it, as far as like people being disappointed, I, I don't think it could have been any less an announcement. <laughs> like, <do you> know <laughs> yeah, that's mean? true. Yeah, yeah. It couldn't be any like lower an announcement to have that strange event. I I felt like because they didn't do a live streaming thing or anything. uh, I was talking about this to Tom last night that when the spoiler image came out of the book cover, everyone just like posted it like as as an almost just like, well, we're not spoiling some live stream. It's like it's on for young and old. (laughs) That's true because I sent a message to King Tom, I think I said, where can I watch this? Where can I watch this fucking event? He's like, um, nowhere. It's not anywhere. I was like, are you serious? They're not like going to live stream this thing? It's like, nope. <laughs> so yeah. yeah right again, I come back to, I think it's, I think it's going to be cool. I think the books are going to be rad. I'm for sure going to get them. I'm for sure going to read them. It's just to hype it for a year. It'd be like a rush. Imagine this Pearl Jam, a year long hyping. You guys are not going to believe this. You just, oh my gosh, you just wait. And then it turns out each one of them wrote a book. <laughs> and just be like, oh. But I went in no, going, no I, I went then, in but- knowing that Project Luminous wasn't going to be a huge deal. We've been talking about this for like the last three, four months that it's probably not going to be a good deal, like a huge well, deal. Well, we knew that, but yeah. that's not what they were saying. And and the authors, I, 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 these are some great authors who were involved, but they were tweeting each other. Oh, we talked about something fun this weekend. Oh, I can't believe you said that. Oh, what was on about. the whiteboard? No, right and it was like right. this for the last 12 months. Oh, yeah. And it uh, was annoying. Yeah. In that Comic-Con panel, and it's like, when's Comic- So it's almost 10, what month is it now? So it's like eight months or nine yeah. months away before they're going to announce it. And the amount of, of that in the panel, it was just like, oh, you're killing me. <laughs> just... Yeah. Announce a Kylo Ren comic and and be done with you. Did they announce anything about comic books or video games at all that day, or no? Comic books. There are, there oh. are going to be at least two comic series okay. involved. Okay, but nothing about the no video, video games. games though. Oh, okay, no. no, and no no soundtrack. Interesting. Okay, Interesting. no quilted. All right. Well, <laughs> well, fuck you, Project Luminous. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great. <laughs> It it does look interesting. And and like it's sort of like that thing of I look at it all in the concept art and stuff and just like, oh, why aren't you a cartoon? I would be right. like if this was all mm-hmm. that stuff was for a cartoon, right. which is like a more my medium of choice. Yeah. Um I'd be frothing. 
I'm still waiting for that animated cartoon that's for like 16 to like 45, 50 demographics. That's kind of like, you know, we're going to talk about Transformers cartoon that's coming out on Netflix, which is anime. And it looks like exactly what, when I saw that trailer, I was, it's exactly what I want for Star Wars. Fuck. No, it, it can just be for 12 year olds, mm-hmm. but it treats them with respect. respect. Yeah. It doesn't talk down to them. Do you exactly. know what I mean? Like, it doesn't call them idiots like, constantly. If I was 12 and I saw The Mandalorian, I would just be like, what yeah. is happening? <laughs> like, I would be just hugging my television. Right. I'd just be so grateful. Like, do you know what I mean? But it's, you don't have to aim. Like, when I watch Resistance, and oh, that was one of my snide tweets, was um, Star Wars animation is so much better when someone isn't tripping over all the time. Yes. I, I can't, like, yes. I, I fail to see a time in my life where I would have thought someone falling over that I'm, is meant to be my hero. I'd go, oh, that's sick. Yeah, I don't, I don't get why they do that. Do you feel the same stress level? You know how you said you, you, you watch the Clone Wars and you, you weren't stressed out that it's, if it's going to be good or bad. Do you feel that with Mandalorian? Because I feel that little stress level, like, I hope this is a good episode. Oh, no. I, the first episode, I was just like, this is the weirdest thing. <laughs> like, it was just like how he was out on those open planes. Yeah. Like, it was just, I just... I couldn't believe I was watching Star Wars for the first time in my house. <laughs> yeah, that's like, true. Yeah. I was yeah. tripping. And every time someone talked, I was like, oh, this is so weird. And <laughs> that that blue dude. So I was like tripping out. And then once Baby Yoda, Yoju, if you will, um, appeared, then I was, after that happened in the series, I was just serenely watching it, I mm. feel like. Like okay. I'd have, you, you know, your pictures. But I just every episode, I was like, I think that was the best episode you guys. Yeah, like, they did such a great job that every episode, I was so proud of them for having a great episode. You're right. Yeah, I just had such faith in them that um, it was just, and it was just, it was just paid. Those last two episodes are just so good. The tension when Mando's calling Kuehl and the speeder bikes are going out there and stuff and yeah. you'd, oh, Oh, so good. Oh, and then oh, oh, he's on the ground. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was great. Oh. Yeah, if they can come anywhere close to season one for season two, it's going to be un- unreal. It's going to be great. I think they are going to because the same same heads hopefully are going to be doing it. We got an email from Colton Michael and it has to do with Star Wars. Go ahead, Les. Read this thing. Howdy, guys. Hope that y'all are doing well, except Boo. A few oh, weeks whoa. ago, Boo, Boo attacked the Raj for attack. trying to put Ahsoka into every Star Wars property. I'm not. Raj, you, you are. have every right to do that. Ahsoka is the shit, and she can be anywhere in the galaxy at any time. Mm. I've got an Ahsoka and Mando theory slash fan pipe dream that'll really upset Boo. Wonderful. Hear me out. They're banging. Mando season two is coming out in October. We know that Mando is going to be looking for baby Yoda's home or his people, which could be four seasons. We know that there's a rumored Star Wars Rebels follow-up coming in December or January. We also know that Dave Filoni is working on Mando and presumably this Rebels follow-up. What if the last shot of The Mandalorian Season 2 is Mando emotionally saying goodbye to Baby Yoda, Mando has found Ahsoka and Sabine and Decade, and decides that it's best for Baby Yoda to go with these women to learn how to control his use of the Force. Wow. This ending to Season 2 would be followed on almost immediately by an animated series featuring the adventures of Ahsoka, Sabine, and an adorable animated <laughs> Baby Yoda. Just saying, it'd be a pretty neat opportunity and we can get a live action Ahsoka and Sabine. Cheers, guys, and thanks for taking time from your week to make this awesome podcast. Colton. P.S. It is really, it's pretty nice in Idaho right now. 
Boo should try and take downtown Brittany Brown to bumfuck sometime. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Is that a, is that, is that a hidden <laughs> message right there? The, the route. The uh, yeah. part of the, the, the route. Taking Brittany Brown to bumfuck Idaho. Oof. Man. I, that's a hidden message. That is a hidden that's message. That's a uh, Chris Fresh message. Yeah, it is. That is. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, Steel, what do you think about this? I, I get a lot of shit for well, wanting to soak everywhere. Yeah, and well, you should. Um, oh. How dare you? The He's just, that episode of The Mandalorian at the end of season two, that, that you know that's the last episode of the series. Exactly. that happens. That was my There's, point. Yeah. Yoju, that Yoju. He's not going you know anywhere. Mando. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, Baby Yoda and, is more important than the Mandalorian at this point. Oh, absolutely. Baby so, Yoda. Is, so if he's gone, the show is gone. He might as well just shoot himself, you know, in, inside his helmet and it's over. Because <laughs> it's just because he's just dead. Yeah, there's no show out. Nobody gives a shit about Mando. No, no, it's, it's about Baby Yoda. Or now. Pedro Pascal. Well, to be overshadowed by a, a puppet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and hey, no one loves Yoju more than I. <laughs> <laughs> but the thought of him. In an animated show, it makes me want to move house into a higher building and then take a running jump out the window. <laughs> I, I just like, I just couldn't, tr- I don't trust, <laughs> don't, I don't trust the animation. I trust the live action television department, animation department. I just feel yeah, like it would right. just be like, yeah, he'll do some stupid shit. He'll like trip what on about- a wire. Ugh. Yeah, an animated show with Baby Yoda and all of the other people are tripping everywhere. Yes. Would oh, you like that, Steel? That'd be great. That's awful. Star Trips. <laughs> That's what they should have had on that whiteboard about all the things Star Wars is about, <laughs> tripping over. <laughs> tripping over and jumping up and down. They do that a lot, too, in the animation. They jump up and down in, in place for some odd reason. See, see now, like with things like that, you got to ask... You got to ask the animators, is this something that's like hard to do or is it something where you're like proud of yourself? You know, because yeah. like, because, you know, like with the Transformers at any moment in time, you see them transform. And I'll be like, as a as a, you know, a, a creative An- person, animator. animator, I'd be like, I'm gonna fucking do that as many times as I can because it looks great and right. it's fucking hard. Yeah. You know, the jumping up and down, it might be one of those things where it's like, yeah, just plug it here. Yeah. Just have them just have them jump around and we'll move on. Yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know why they can't get the animation right. I mean, I was so looking forward to Resistance because the trailers, I mean, it just looked really cool. And then they made the dude just like an idiot. And it's just. But he, he should have said for the explanation about why Ahsoka might be in The Mandalorian, should have just said Dave Filoni's involved and just like. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And, and, and email. That's what I think. I, um, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it there. I mean, get, let him I, do it. I, I hope he can go, he can do, like, I just, as a challenge, David, as a challenge, just do one series that doesn't bring back, like, characters. Because mm. I, I just feel like he's always, he just can't let go of those Clone Wars characters and it's sort of just, but, like, I don't know. I just, yeah, I, I always you. thought Ahsoka's story might end up being, like, sick and it was worth it, but I always thought the most poignant time was, when he she was in that temple with Anakin or Darth Vader, and and that was sort of his the thing that she tried to get him back, and she couldn't do it, and she died. Mm-hmm. But then Luke Skywalker could, because you know they were related. Right. I, I sort of thought it would have been a good. And I don't like. I always like think she should have died there, and then Ezra probably should have seen it when he looked through those world between worlds mm-hmm. or whatever. But whatever happens, it has to beat 
how cool that would have made like that whole bit. So they have to come up with something yeah. good. And it, I, I don't want it to involve the Mandalorian. I think he doesn't, I just think it's like putting too much topping on the chocolate sundae. Yeah. I was going to say that he has his own little like piece of the universe and it's going really well. Yeah, They don't need it. it, it, it they really it, don't mean, need it. Would it be cool? Hell yeah. It'd be awesome. Be like, Oh, look at that. And then we have our live action. But then I think it also makes people want more. Mm-hmm. You're going to want more. I think it's, you're not going to want. I think it's weak. Well, that too. Like you're, you're not going to want just that one shot of Ahsoka and be like, oh, we got a live action Ahsoka. And next thing you know, it shoots over to animation. Yeah, and that's no, what I you're don't getting want that. going don't forward. And it's like, wait a minute. They just gave us this. You know, let, let, that for me, I'd be like, I want to see more of that. Now, that is also kind of a, you know, the, the quick canned move. Mm-hmm. You know, let's just throw this spam on the grill. And there you go, guys. Yeah. Take it. You know, it's right there, guys. Let's do it's, it. It's too easy. Yeah, it's a little too easy. It's a cool theory. It's a really yeah. cool theory, but yeah, it's one of those things where you phrase. It, I think it with, spreads like what Steel's saying with Dave yeah. Filoni involved. I think it's just a natural to think that any anytime Ahsoka is going to come out in live action would be when he's involved in it. Right. Right. It's it's his baby. I just think that you shouldn't do that if you're not going to give us more of that. No, correct. And then also, maybe that shouldn't be the move. I agree with you know part of what Steele's saying yeah. too. Like it, 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 yeah. Mm. It's it's got a separate thing. It's working. Just go with what it's working. Colton Michael, still love your name, by the way. Uh thank you for the email. Mm-hmm. Really appreciate it. Hey, I I've got a bit of um maybe breaking Star Wars news. Oh shit. Okay, great. I just got off Twitter. Mandalorian. This is breaking news. Uh, and this is from Star Wars Direct. I'm not sure how reputable they are. Mm-hmm. But um They've got 17,000 followers. It says, Rumor, sequences of The Mandalorian Season 2 have reportedly been directed by James Mangold. Oh, what? Uh, Robert Rodriguez and and Bryce Dallas Howard. Wow. That was from, I think, Black Series Rebels was the first to have that. Okay. Star Wars Newsnet reported on it earlier, and they were citing them. That is amazing. Robert Rodriguez and Mangold. And we have some Mangold news a little bit later, right? Mm-hmm. That is really, really cool. That's uh, I love how they're going with a diverse kind of uh, the directors that are all over the place. Robert Rodriguez, he's known for horror, correct? Yes, sir. Wow, that's that's really cool. There is the one oh, other okay. um, Go ahead, Star Wars the director thing that came out Friday. THR broke the news that J. D. Dillard, director of the 2016 sci-fi picture Slight, is going to be directing a. Um, upcoming Star Wars movie. Matt Owens, a writer who worked on Luke Cage and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., is going to be writing it. They haven't said what the movie is about or when it will come out, but apparently there are talks or agreements or something. Nor nor, nor what platform it's out, if it's on Disney Plus or a feature film. Right. Say that came out Friday afternoon, and it was pretty big news then. Which is really cool because over the weekend, I've been watching The Outsider on HBO, which is uh, we have our favorite one of our favorite actors, Ben Mendelsohn in it and Jason Bateman and Ben Mendelsohn are executive producers. And it's a great series. So check that show out. If you haven't, it's Stephen King story. Boo's been watching it. I've been watching it. Yeah, it's fantastic. It is van fucking tastic. Dillard. Yeah. He directed the last episode that was out on. Oh, yeah. Okay. And he did a great job. Very excited. If this is what That'd we're going to get. Eight. Episode eight. Yeah. yeah. So exciting. African-American, they're pushing diversity. I have no problems with this. This is great news. This really weird thing happened was in the story, they made some joke about Exegol 
And then Deadline reported and like sort of whoever wrote it sort of added himself as a bit of a dick because he didn't like credit the um the Hollywood reporter story at all. He just said sources say or whatever. Oh, what a dick. And then reported the joke as a fact <laughs> that it was like had something to do with Exegol. Mm-hmm. So it was because I like did a, a survey about it. I love I love doing Twitter polls; they're the best. They're rewarding. <laughs> Find out what found out what the people think. The pulse of the people. Um, and um, people don't really want an Exegol story. I, yeah. I, <laughs> I, right. I was very glad to hear that was a joke taken. The yeah. because mis- I was just like, yeah, let's just let's just call it a day at Exegol. What what's mm-hmm. what happened? What went down? Went down. It's like Vegas. What went down at Exegol stays in Exegol. That's exactly right. Right. Yeah. I saw that too. I saw that Exegol and I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if you're going to give this guy a storyline about Exegol. Let's not do this. And then luckily, yeah, that wasn't true. We got an email from Robert. Hello, everyone at the Sith list. Since the Clone Wars is back and the other two Star Wars animated shows are all wrapped up for now, I have a question about the animated characters showing up in live action movies or shows. We should have read this before. I'm in favor of characters appearing in both types of shows, but question I want to run by you guys is should Lucasfilm just cast the voice actors as respective characters or should they find best actors slash actresses to fill those characters roles? Robert from Rancho currently in Batu. Oh, he's sent this message from Disneyland. Mm. Thanks Robert from Rancho Cucamonga, which is the coolest city name ever in history. I will say absolutely not get them to be the actors, the voice actors, because voice actors are great at voice acting, Mm. not necessarily acting, acting. I would say no. On this one, I, there's a. I, I think maybe um, is it Tia Sakar? Is that how you say her name? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I, I could see her doing it, mm-hmm. but then you know Ashley Eckstein would just like no. like no. That's like it's getting um. Don't get me wrong. She's great at what she does. Nancy Goldsmith to play Bart Simpson. What was her name? Nancy Cartwright. No, Nancy Cartwright. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. She was at D twenty three, by the way. But yeah, that would just be, with all due respect to her, yeah, ridiculous looking mm-hmm. to have like like her like face right. like like it just looked like a cos like I, I'm sure you could do it. It just look even if they did a great job of it, it would then look so strange. Right, it'd be like Mark Hamill playing the Joker. He's the best, one of the best Jokers ever in history. Doesn't mean it would come out great if he was actually the yeah and all the white would not look good yeah just mm, yeah no yeah no but thank you robert we appreciate it i hope you had fun and about to i hope you got on rise of the resistance no no i am okay with live actors being asked to go voice the animated version that's fantastic that is consistency that is on you know yeah i love that i love that That that's really cool and never but sometimes they're not really good at acting, like it's it's just a thing, you know. It's easier to be in a studio reading something off script, right? Simple right. as that. Right, right, right. All right, I think that's all the Star Wars news, right, Mister Struthers? Yes, sir. Uh, it's great having Steel on here for Star Wars, right? Uh, you know, he disagreed with everything I fucking said. That's <laughs> right, man. You had to get shot down sometimes. So yeah, it's okay, right, Steel. Right, Texas Steel. You're, you're, that's right. The Texas, Texas Steel, Steel came showed in up, and shot me down. With the pow, freaking smoking three fifty seven. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. I will say I will say something really cool before we leave the Star Wars stuff. If you have been on Rise of the Resistance, there is a Chewy mode. There is if you go in and you go in as a group and everybody 
can do the contra up, down, left, right, A, B, C, whatever the hell the that 99 was. 99 lives code. Right. The 99 lives code. I'm, I'm even going to disagree but- with that. <laughs> smugglers run fool smugglers run that that will get you a chewy mode at, at smugglers run at galaxy's edge so if you can hit that up that'd be a fun little thing to do take some coordination with your right group, though yeah it just sure does that's i was like how's this gonna even work eric someone, um, exchange a lot of currency for molded plastic um <laughs> did, were you excited by all the like, at Toy Fair? Did you leave uh, a satisfied consumer of such product? Yeah, there's some really cool stuff that I'm looking forward to getting, but there were a handful of things where I'm just like, man, and I sort of it didn't expect myself to feel that way about it. And a lot of it, like the Empire Strikes Back um, 40th anniversary stuff. The because of the like the issues in actually acquiring some of the original the 40th anniversary of the of a new hope or you know what I mean it, it like I never saw the product ever in real life ever and and so now at this point I'm like yeah who cares now there is that dope giant snow speeder that will be a must get mm. that mm. is really cool I I think you know I like that six inch black series uh. What's the word I'm looking? Scale, I guess. But I think I don't know why I love these big giant ships because they. What? I, where do you put them? I I've got two of those big Tie Fighters. They take up so much space, but man, they're cool. Yeah, but do you really wonder for that long why you like a giant toy spaceship? <laughs> right. No, it's but like, I mean, whenever yes. when it all they're just piled everywhere. It's like eventually. But, but what I'd really like them to do is make a Falcon. Oh. Come on, then, like, then I'd live that. Come crazy. on, um, it was I will, oh, yeah. so. Who in I know Tom is a fan. Like, like who's like like big thumbs up on Rise of Skywalker? I dig it. Um, I dig it. Yeah, I enjoyed it way better the second and third time than I did the first time. <laughs> um, but yeah, All right, thumb, as big fans, up. how do you feel? That like two months after it came out, there's like not a product announced. Yeah, right. that's that's yeah, it's disappointing. It's like no toy series or anything. Just not an mm-hmm. item. Yeah, like no. The only thing is the Dio thing that's around that they've been selling before. And, and that's after, but that's do it. you know what I mean? Like like they said Toy Fair, and it's mm-hmm. like I, I just find right their um sucks them like their market research is. It's like, like the Clone Wars came out. There's like this hit TV series and a film just came out. And it's like, there's all this stuff for the Empire Strikes Back, which is like, it's sick, but it's not like, I don't know. It's it's not like, I'm like, I just don't feel like toy collectors are like, oh, 40th anniversary Empire. Like, mm-hmm. like but I, I'm overly cynical, but by now I'm sort of, oh uh, yeah, 40th, 40th anniversary of the middle one. Like the year before that was the twentieth anniversary Phantom Menace. The, the, like it's sort of the anniversaries right. now are sort of we're gonna get Jedi. Oh, in a that's years, a good yeah. One. We'll hold out for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, of course, it's just so like, what does it say about what people are spending? Um, like what they think or what are people that collect toys are spending money on, and it's on to- like things from 40 years ago and I, I, I just 
that is really crazy that you said that still, because I have not bought any toys at pretty much since I was a kid. But listening to the bad motivators who are so enthusiastic about buying their collectibles and toys and all that stuff and talking to other people, I've started getting into the old 1977, 78 stuff that I had when I was a kid. So I just bought a Falcon. I have a, I have, I got an Obi-Wan. I got a Solo. I got a Chewbacca. But when that 40th anniversary Empire uh, line came out, I instantly went and bought a Han Solo. And I never buy shit. Like I've gone down a really bad path now looking at stuff and buying things. And I have a bid on an AT-AT from 1981 that's going to cost me a lot if I win. I, hopefully I don't win. That's interesting you said that because I, I saw that I saw the 40th anniversary and I was like, I'm going to get this. Oh, really? This really cool. So I got the Han. Yeah, I got the Han 40th anniversary. And I don't buy shit ever, ever. Um, so uh, that's coming in probably like two months from now, unfortunately, because I pre-ordered it. But um, now they're, they're, I just think it's so odd that, sorry, Eric, that there's like a, a, a Hoth Rebel Trooper, but not a Kuehl. Like it's. Yeah. Yeah, that is weird. No, there that is, is a grip of of uh, Black Series figures that are rumored. That, I mean, they're past being rumored to the point where like people have figured out. So like there's placeholders for them hidden and on Walmart.com that it's going to include uh, Beskar Mandalorian, um, uh, Grief Karga. I'm trying to remember who else, and then some unknown figures, which will probably round out the rest of the Mandalorian oh, okay. line. They're what looking are they at announced some... at the toy? I don't understand. Dude, that's the part I don't get. That, but yeah, they're there. That's, but that's the part I don't get is why they didn't announce that. I feel like some of these companies really struggle with the market. basic tenets of, yeah. hey, we want your money. Let's figure out how to get you to give yeah. it to us. This leads us to something from pop culture, which is Steven Spielberg looks like is not directing Indy 5. That is correct. Raj, you brought up a good point when we were talking about this before the show started, that him now working with Apple TV and, and doing the whole DreamWorks thing, it might be a little bit, maybe not a contractual issue, but a... Schedule? Scheduling, or maybe kind of, you just don't do that kind of thing? Yeah, it just felt weird for me for Spielberg to jump on a Disney project because he's never done it before. Mm -hmm. I know there was rumors that he was supposed to do, well, there was rumors. He was supposed to re direct uh, Return of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. Not that the Disney owned them, by the way. Um, but no, it's, he, just, it's just weird I, for I, me. I think he could because of the the direct union guild. Because of the, yeah. Yeah. the union, right? Yeah, because the credits thing that Lucas got, yeah. got all crazy with. So it was just odd to me that Spielberg would do a thing for Disney, and obviously mm -hmm. he's not now. Yeah, right. Yeah, but there, there's rumors. Yeah, there's rumors that James Mangold is uh, in talks to to helm the fifth uh, the fifth indie movie. You know, he he directed Logan and stuff like that. So uh, people are kind of sad that it's not Spielberg, but it's not that bad of an option. Let's put it that way. It, it does suck. I'll agree with that. But it's one of those where it's like. Okay, I could take that. Well, I wasn't a huge good. fan of the last, the Crystal Skull, or wherever the hell that was. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, the Crystal Skull. Yeah, I'm so whatever. So, like, I'll go, I'll go see yeah. it. But mm. I, I saw that Crystal Skull mm. and was sort of just like, yeah, okay. And then yeah. I ne have hmm. never seen it again. Neither. I've seen it once, and that's I it. I think I've seen five minutes of it. Right. You haven't like, seen all of it? Legit him it's Shia LaBeouf right. on the motorcycle and I'm like, all right, I'm good. When he was it's, do, when he was doing the, when he was doing the Tarzan thing or across the fucking jungle. Yeah, it, it has like, its oh, shitty this, moments. This, this is pretty good. This is gonna be rough. This is gonna Come be really off. rough. Yeah, whatever. But Mangold's a good choice. Yes. Hopefully, and, hopefully and he sounds on, yeah. Yeah. That's we've said his name a lot in this podcast, by the way. 
If you don't know who he is, he did Logan, mm-hmm. of course. Didn't uh, Harrison Ford said this is going to start filming mm-hmm. pretty soon? Yeah, he sure did. When, when was I think it was like uh, three months? I think this year. Hopefully, before the next time he tries to yeah, land an airplane. Yeah. I dare you talk about him on kind of this podcast. So, so that's my thing. I, I understand. I understand that somebody could pop in and kind of just hit the ground running, but that seems kind of shitty. Do you, do you think the soundtrack to indie was playing while he was trying to land that airplane? Uh, in his head. In his head. Definitely in his head. No, no. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. No, the reason why he had to land so fast because there's a oh, snake on the plane. Oh, good call. He doesn't like snakes. That's a deep yeah. cut. I know what he got. Ooh, those motherfucking though. snakes off his motherfucking plane. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're gonna let King Tom go to sleep because we're running a little bit late, and um, he needs. I to- wish I was on the West Coast sometimes. No, it's okay, buddy. It's okay. Thank you for staying up this late. I know it's like real. Oh, it's like one thirty over there, right? Yeah. Oh wait, wait. Let's let's start again. Let's do it this way. Just like, hey, hey, listen, Raj. I'm see. I, it's either like for the rest of the show. It's either it's me or King Tom. All right. So oh, you make choice. You make choice. If you want to stay on the show. All right. So okay. Mm. Well, um, King Tom, have a good night, and <laughs> yes. um, hope to see you and hear you next Wednesday. And yeah, I know it's I late so over too. there. Really appreciate you uh, coming on and staying up late like you always do. Can you tell the listeners now before, because you're not going to be here then, where they can hear you? Uh, uh, Tom Chansky on Twitter, and I do uh, Patreon shows for our friends at Blue Harvest, The Bad Motivators, and Steel Wars. You Patreon horror. When I can tolerate him. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. He, he only he only tolerates me because I can read I, I read things he doesn't. <laughs> now King Tom is going to leave us and read a book probably right now. He's already going to read Project Luminous in its entirety. He already has it all. Yeah, yeah. he has vault. it all. But King Tom, <laughs> thank awesome. you so much. Where can people follow you on Twitter? Tom Chansky on Twitter. Okay, great. Have a good night's sleep, and thank you thank very you. much for staying up till one thirty-five in the morning. Have a great night, everybody. Later, night, buddy. Tom. Bye. Later, dude. Later, buddy. All right, now that we left King pussy. Tom, let's talk shit on him. Is yeah, I know. <laughs> what a pussy. Yeah, yeah he wow. really does. He does. He what a <laughs> dick. He's staying up at 1 30 a.m. What a jerk. Oh, I was a few tired. Literally, I'm zoning out. I'm zoning out. I need to go sleepy time. Whatever, King Tom. He already had his chamomile tea. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Drink a Red Bull and fucking man up. <laughs> Jeez. Snort some coke. Let's go. All right. Let's let's read this really uh, f- uh, good. F- whatever. I'm fucking zoning out too. Let's read this from Andy Campbell. Start our yawning. friend Andy Campbell. He's a great guy. Hey, guys. Hope you're all well. Last week's episode was a hoot. I've got a wrong song lyric for you. Roses by Outcast. S- this is what he thought it was going to say. Hmm. See that roses smell like poo poo poo. What I would say is see that roses smell like boo boo boo. Oh, it it yeah. does. There you go, boo. Thank you. Yeah. That's funny. I would I would lot, even you know? argue with friends about it. Keep up the awesome work, Andy. Well, thank you, Andy. Um, uh, that's not too far off from poo 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 poo. It's uh. It, but what is smelling like a boo? I don't get it, Andy. Come here and take a whiff. Oh Jesus! You really smells like boo boo. Mm-hmm. That's, that's that's yeah. No, but yeah, but like boo boo could be like oh he, oh the baby made a boo boo. You know he took a shit in his uh in his diaper. Black yeah. people just say you, you went and boo-booed over there. Uh, you just went ahead and boo-booed 
Boo. It's awful. Thanks. It's awful. <laughs> yeah. All right, Steel, we're going to talk about pop culture, and I wanted to get into two things with you. One, because I can't really speak to anybody else about this on this podcast because they don't watch it. Succession. Can you tell the listeners how great of a show that is? In the last episode of the first season, I felt emotions, feelings of tension in the most unique ways that I have never felt before. It is it is such a good show. I, I feel like if you watch the first maybe three episodes, it's either your favorite show or you'll just sort of go, yeah, they're all, these people are terrible. I can't watch it anymore. But if you can enjoy their terribleness, um, oh my God, it's just delicious. And because... And how we were talking about, um, you know, like Bob Iger and, and all that sort of stuff. Like I sort of find all that sort of corporate hierarchy a little bit interesting. And so it's about um, sort of someone maybe like Rupert Murdoch, who's a, a self-made media baron, um, a, a little, uh, you know, like and, and, and they own a fictional version of Fox News essentially. and the dad right. who's a, just a gruff, the meanest person. Oh my God. Like just. He's such a dick. Amazingly uh, a dick. Like so admirably an asshole and just. Oh, just so intimidating. You appreciate how much of a he's, dick he is actually. Um, his son thinks he's going to get made the new CEO and then he's going to retire. And then at the final second, he's like, doesn't even tell him, just announces it to the company. Go, I am staying on. And then the other kids are all like politicking to try to like get ahead in the company and stuff. It's just, it's right up my alley. It's, it's so fascinating. It's, and it's just, they just act the shit out of it. Absolutely. They do. And Macaulay Culkin's brother, um, Kieran Culkin. Kieran. Fucking stud. This great in the film. I mean, everybody's great. I'm not gonna. Everybody is great. Even like the background actors that don't get a lot of screen time, they're great. Every everything is is fantastic about this show. Is this uh, steals uh, rich people? This is us. Rich sad people. Yes. 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 Yeah, man. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, like they they they're such good actors. I don't like watching them talk about it. I, I love like the H- HBO bonus sections, but I think they're all real characters. Like they're real people because the, the acting is so good. And it also plays in this really weird way, Like they're saying such horrible things, but it's sort of like a dark version of Arrested Development where you hear rich people just say the most horrible thing but in Arrested Development, it was like played for laughs. And it's sort of like this, parts of it are just so like a real black, dry comedy. Right. But, oh, it's a so good. highest recommendation. Yeah, on that I've one. been recommending it since I've watched it last year. It's, it's really good. You guys are going to need to really check it out. So that's one of them. And then can you let people know about McMillions? Because I started watching it. I watched episode one. <laughs> really cool. Glad you recommended it to me. Um, very excited about it. 
Macmillions is a HBO six-part documentary series about this little-known scam. You know those Monopoly games on McDonald's? Well, every major winner was essentially part of an organized crime syndicate. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, yeah, dude. It's a real thing. Like no, a million no, do- no, 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 no. So all that damn stuff in my face with big backs and it was fucking Scam City any fucking way? Yeah, but you got a free hash brown now and then. That was pretty good. That's true. I did get a couple egg McMuffins out of it. See? <laughs> hey, it's not too bad. Not and your problem. life's not ruined like all the people in this documentary. Your life's not That's ruined. That's true. That's um, goodness. Really? Damn. Oh, it's it's insane. Like the story and we, we sort of, where we are, we don't know how they get like the little tickets out yet, but they, they had this like national ticket scam going. And the crazy thing about it is as part of the investigation, the FBI pretended to be a McDonald's film crew and, and went and interviewed all the winners. So they've got footage of the people in the show lying about the day they found their ticket. So you get to watch it. And so it just makes like, such an incredible experience that like you get to see them lying about it as they're lying about it. And I guess the other thing that makes it for me, I'm a huge fan that, 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 that FBI detective. Oh, it's the best. He is. There is, if, if you're a podcast fan, you, you'll like this. Oh, how many episodes have you seen? I've only seen one episode, but I listened to an NPR uh, interview with the creators. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So I, I, so you won't get this, but well, the, the FBI agent for podcast listeners is FBI Johnny Grasso. Oh, if hundred percent, hundred percent. In an episode or two enters, um, the McMillions version of Mike Pappas. It's crazy. Oh, really? Oh my god! Oh my god! Like you, you will text me the second. Like, like once Pappas appears, you will know who Pappas is. Oh my god! Is it Pappas? Could it be Pappas? <laughs> it very well could be Pappas. They could be related very closely. Wow, that's amazing! <laughs> that is, but it's really Mc, cool. That is, um, like that that HBO that app. They've got some just some top shelf shows on it. There's just two of them, um. That the but like when um actually there's so many all the bangers for me are on HBO except for the Disney Plus stuff, but that's not fair. It's not a fair competition. Do you have you checked out The Outsider at all? No, I. Is that the Ben Mendelsohn one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nah. No way. I've seen the trailer. No buys. <laughs> no. Keep it, Stephen King. Keep it. I I would like to go to sleep. No, honestly, it's one of his best. I Ben Mendelsohn is a one of I think our generation is one of our greatest actors in our generation. It's one of his best works that I've ever seen him do. It's not that scary. No, it's, it's not. It, it's it's a thriller. It makes you think. It makes you oh, really question good. things. It doesn't. It's not terrifying or jump scares. It gets a little bit scarier towards the Ooh, end. Right. So it's you training know. wheels for you. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah, like I'm all about it. Yeah. Where if it doesn't terrify me, we're all good. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah. So yeah. So don't. Yeah. Still, you will sleep. Trust me. It'll be fine. It is a bit interesting though, with you guys having kids, 
though. Right. I do I do have to say that that might be something that might shake you a bit. Yes. But yes. but if if you can I guess stomach that, then it is a fantastic show. But I'll I'll give you that as far as having kids, that might be something that it is, that it makes is you shake a bit. Really weird. Which yeah. I could completely understand. It, it gets very Stevie. It's it feels like true detective for the first four or five episodes and then it goes, Hello, I'm Stephen King and yeah. I wrote this. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. You should check it check out it check out an episode, Steel. No yeah. way. Yeah. Under no circumstances. Go. All right. All right. I'm filing next to This Is Us. <laughs> I don't want to be sad and I don't want to be scared. Yeah, I want to be happy. Yeah, it is this, it, it is creepy. This is do a little bit of both. Yeah, it really it, would. It yeah. is. And you do get sad a little bit. Um, Mr. Strathers, let's do the um, Westworld trailer. Oh. oh All right, here, here, here is. Oh, no, this is not Westworld. No. This is, wait a minute. I thought this was Westworld. Oh. Wait, this looks like Still Son. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Shit! For the listeners, fuck! Watching. Oh my back up! <laughs> you need to you need to take that sound bite of him saying "fuck," and that's got to be the new like the Wilhelm scream. We just so for some reason they just put me up hurting myself, injuring myself on a skateboard. The the, the worst thing about it is just fantastic. It's stuff. just how like my belly stick. It's so big. <laughs> it's like no what it's like can we watch that again please? i don't think that's the it's worst part of it yeah. <laughs> that, that i mean for his self-consciousness yes can we no, watch this my... again roll it again oh man did we really just do let's that watch, let's we watch it again. the listeners want to hear us watch it we didn't do that <sighs> strothers did it Steel, yeah. steals in a okay wait, wait explain bowl. the move here please come oh, we're we're to a 360 foot to fakey and then <laughs> so a 360 flip to fakey, but it went to 360 flip to breaky. Yeah, there you go. And and steel looks like I don't know. Ouch, this is man. a deep cut. I'm sorry, steel. this is a very deep cut. Hurt, but steel looks like this lead singer of Ned's Atomic Dustbin right there. <laughs> he, he, he's got he's got the straight out the hairdo. I love it. I love it. Steel, you look great. And and the and the ankle spray is he's the like, best. Fuck you. The best part is fuck. Yeah, that's the greatest thing in the world. Is there even a Westworld trailer, or do you guys? See <laughs> no, I hope there's not. That'd be the greatest yes, thing in the world. There is a Westworld trailer. There is a Westworld trailer. Let's. let's look. He's like, I'm about to go to sleep too. He's this like, is out. Yeah. I I don't know. Okay. I can't remember what's on the podcast or not, but like, I was so excited about the a Westworld trailer. So Dude, there like, is one. There is one. <laughs> I promise, still. I promise. There's a Westworld trailer. We're gonna watch it right now. And then I saw me dropping in in this bowl, and I was like, oh, this isn't the best. <laughs> <laughs> was this the deep conversation you and Struthers had earlier today? No, 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 no. Uh, but, uh, th- but this did come up, yes. Oh. All right, so now that we watched Steel eat shit and break his ankle, Multiple we are times. going to watch the mm. new Westworld trailer, just because we're big fans of Westworld. I know Steel loves Westworld, and the production value, if you haven't seen this, you need to go watch this. Steel hasn't watched this yet, so we're going to get his reaction of this Season 3 Westworld trailer. Fuck! I was born into this world, and my first memories of it are pain. For my kind, there was one place we were never allowed to go. One place we were never allowed to see. Your world. 
Who are you, Dolores? You and I are a lot alike. They put you in the cage, decided what your life would be. They did the same thing to me. But you've been watching me. Not me, but someone. Something has. Who is it? We're going after. The person who took your future. Ah. What do you want from me then? Well, it gets better, Eric. It gets better. Dolores, I want you to track her down and kill her. That guy's a psycho. Great deep cut. Welcome to the end of the game. Five of us. Against the entire world of them. It'll be enough. I finally understand my purpose. Oh. I'm gonna save the fucking world. Dude, this is... The plan is starting. What happens if this doesn't work? You do this the old-fashioned way. I kill everyone. Oh. You're not the only predator here. Real <laughs> oh. gods are coming. Oh. And they're very angry. Now, if you if you haven't watched Westworld, it's another show that is a must. It's such a good show. I, Ch- I just, just check out this trailer and make sure you watch season one and two before you watch this because this will make complete sense it to is, you. It is so damn mystifying the way they do the, this whole thing. That whole trailer alone just wow. – if you see this and you don't get interested or fired up to watch this, I don't right. know what's wrong with it's you. Great. I mean, there's something up with you. Still – Really wow. sleepy. Yeah. Still, what's your reaction on this? Just I, 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 all the visuals are just so tantalizing that I was sort of when it started, I was like, oh, I've got to get back onto my Westworld pasts, and then I was just like, oh, I don't even think I want this spec. I just want to watch it. Like I, I, I like I maybe I'll change my mind after I watch the first episode, and I'm just like. And I need some like theories and some speculation, but oh my god, it's so it's and it's kind of like when um this series this this season of it it's like because the previous two seasons have been set inside inside the theme park and it's mostly been like the old west, but this sort of reminds me that they've broken out into the real world, which is this hyper modern. Um, future world. It reminds me of Back to the Future too, when you finally got to see them in the future, and it was just like, oh yes, future, because you'd like been thinking about what the future was going to be like since the last film, since they went, you know, Back to the Future. Um, so I, yeah, I, just like even seeing like all those ships land, like the and like like just all the like the sort of 
a lot, it's like if like Apple designed Blade Runner or something. It's so like all the contours of all the vehicles and stuff. It's um very interesting. And and just seeing all I hadn't really thought about it much. So just seeing all the characters come back and and go, "Oh, them, them." Like um oh, they're excited. They're excited. And it looks like they go into uh, World War II land. You see the Nazi flag mm-hmm. and they're running yeah, through. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that looks super I mean, cool. if they could give us that now my question is, is are we getting a fourth season? Are we gonna get a fifth season? Are they gonna say okay? Well, they, yeah, after this looks like their seasons were this done looks like it's the last season of a show. It, right? it almost does. Yeah. So oh, I mean, my. and then like Struthers said, the production value, man, there's a lot of money being spent on this. But yeah. That's HBO. Like that's just what and, they do. It's and their, their this genetics. is all the money they're saving on Game of Thrones. It's thrown into Westworld, I guess. It- on the Wikipedia, it says the writers and producers have planned for the story to last up to five seasons. Oh, wow. Okay. 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 That's even better. Because I would love to see more of the other worlds. Mm-hmm. Like mm. the the Samur- the Japan yeah, one was right, fucking right. great. We got the little like uh, you go to India and you go on like an, a safari, safari adventure kind of thing. Yep. And that was like a quick little thing. And you're like, right. wait, wait, wait. I want to see this. Is this, you know... You know, so I mean that's very interesting, but for them to go ahead and say, "Look, we already know how to. We don't want to mess around. We're going to break out into the world and get them." You know, because it was always always about the machine be, breaking out of the machine and mm-hmm. becoming itself self aware and doing their own thing. What a mind fuck would it be if the present world is an actual world? Oh, don't do that, dude. <laughs> that's just, and I mean, in Westworld is criticized be for being weird just to be weird, but yeah. that would be damn awesome, dude. Yeah. Oh man, Eric, you've never seen Westworld, correct? Correct. I have not, but man, I want to now. Yeah, right. And this uh, the trailer makes you feel like they do this very cool thing with modern songs, just like you just heard, done in old school Western piano. The self the self playing piano, like the piano, vaudeville the, the kind recorder, of thing. recorders, right? Yeah. Or is that what they call it? They uh, they piano. have that. Yeah, they have that throughout every episode. There's one song that you go, oh shit, that's Radiohead. Oh shit, that's Guns N' Roses. Oh shit, that's you know yeah. So the, the done really well, especially uh, if you're into music. But yeah, I can't wait for this. It's going to be fantastic. And this is HBO's big heavy hitter. And this no, is no, no. And, and I told you when we first started doing this and I first came on, you're like, do you think Westworld could take over for Game of Thrones? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, you did say that. It could easily slide right on in there. No problem. And they, they've taken, like you said, the money they've saved on producing some dragons, which we're still getting Game of Thrones. We are getting Game of Thrones. We're still getting something from them. Yeah, we are getting Game of Thrones. This, yeah, this is, yeah, you put some eggs in this basket for sure. The Target games. Yeah. Boo, you never seen Westworld, correct? No, I I saw the first season. I started the second one, but I knew when I started the second one that I'd have to recap the entire first season all over again. So I was like, shit. And, I, and then there was so much other shit to watch at that time. So I was like, yeah, but, uh, the amount getting, of people getting their heads blown open. Oh, I know. No, believe me. Keep you. I am a fan. Boo. I am a fan, but I, <laughs> I but I have to rewatch the first season and then all now second season in order to be ready for the third. Does one. this pump you up? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, Westworld has always been one of those shows. Where be like, man, I got to get back on it, man. I got to, you know, it's like yeah. one of those at the top of the list right. of like, I got to get back into that. Yeah, right, right, right. All right. There's your Westworld talk. Now, I know that. We're going to get into The Walking Dead 
in a couple of weeks, um, there was some crazy shit that went down and I heard, uh, well, I didn't want to hear, but it was all over Twitter and all over the internet. So I know don't, some weird don't shit. Don't spoil that went anything. Down. No, I, I won't. I don't know. You don't know anything. Mm-mm. We'll talk about it later on. Um, and then also Narcos season, what is it? Five now or something? Well, technically season four, but of Narcos Mexico season two. Two. Fantastic. Right. Yeah. I heard it's, it's oh. great. And our friend Diego Luna. Is, Great is uh, the star of it, so we'll talk about that as well. And is and that, the Watchmen? Sorry, can I just ask with Narcos? Is it all? Is it all new characters from when? Is there any characters? I, I I saw like halfway through the Pablo Escobar ones. Are like those two guys? Like is Pedro Pascal still in it? No, no, no. It's, no. it's moved to Mexico now, so it's it's yeah. it's further north in North America now. It's, so it's, those guys have all either retired or okay. died. As if far you as watch, life goes. if you watch season three, then it's not all new characters. Like it, we have some characters that intertwine with. Yeah, there's a lot of intertwining. There's a lot. Ah, of intertwining. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of callbacks. A lot of <clears throat> yeah, spot ins. Oh, yeah, okay, love cool. it. Are I you guys seen this it? season. I've loved every season up to this season. It's so. Amazing. Really, really cool. Uh, okay, I might keep that one in my back pocket then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Watch it. And Diego Luna is great in it. All right, I think that uh, sums it up uh, for this week because I know Les is getting tired. He's like King Tom right now. He's just falling asleep on the podcast. But that's yep. okay. That's okay. We oh, can leave Les. You want to shut this thing down? That's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's what I want to do, man. I mean, there's Party other people. Pooper. There's other people that are up late too. That just yeah, that aren't worry. complaining. You're right, <laughs> Mister Steel Saunders. <laughs> where can people listen to your beautiful voice and watch you eat shit in a bowl? Uh, oh, that just sounds gross, man. No, I, I don't know where you can do that. That is the sound of eating shit in a bowl. Wait a minute, is there is that video? Is there's that? Video? Oh, boot. Oh. <laughs> Should I put the sh- the, Stop! The, Just, I, two podcasters, one cup. That oh! oh. <laughs> Should I put the link, Mr. Shrothers? Should I put it in our show notes so where they can see? Um, nah, steal? you guys do it. No? no, I think so. Don't you dare! No, maybe not. Maybe it should be like a like an inside thing. Like it's only us that see it. Pixelate my tummy at least. Yeah, I'll fix. I'll fix that. I'll some, fix that. some Photoshop. Yeah, but you know how great it is that you look better now than you did then. Not a lot of people can say that. Yeah, well, I'm sure your ankle feels just as good. Uh, my ankle, oh my god, those things are very fragile. Little pieces of porcelain <laughs> down there. <laughs> um, yeah, my podcast is called Steel Wars, and it's on YouTube. There's YouTube stuff as well, which is super fun. And yeah, we interview people about Star Wars, and we review stuff as it comes out, and do fun stuff. And you can follow me. For Star Wars thoughts and feelings, and, and snark, as I got told the other day, um, at Steel Wars, S T E L E Wars, and on Instagram, where I post highly likable Star Wars imagery. <laughs> and that all that will be on the show notes, by the way. So just click, click, and follow. Excellent. Excellent. Mr. Struthers, where can people listen to you? Struthers roll, everybody. Well, you know what? Check out my other podcast, The Bad Motivators, where every week we, me and two other randos, talk about Star Wars and uh, (laughs) me and dads and just whatever else, man. We've been uh, doing some pretty cool Clone Wars 
commentaries has been fun and uh, there's some possibly some news coming up regarding said motivators uh, in a bit so yeah neat times neat stuff and you can follow me on twitter at eric strothers right tune in for that news because that news is major news so tune in sizzle as mr saunders says motivating news that is good sizzle because i want to text him and say what's the news news?" (laughs) (laughs) mr carlos buraguayo where can people watch you shave your head? You, well, no, you can't watch that because most of the time it's in my underwear, so that's a no-go. Oof. Yeah. Patreon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it should be on Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you want to pay to watch me shave my head, go oh, for it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we have some dedicated fans. If that's yeah, I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you, could, you cannot watch me do that, but you can listen to me on the Sith List, and then you can uh, follow me on Twitter at the Sith List. Boo, nice, Mister Gonzalez. Where can people watch you snooze off and go to sleep? In my bed, if you have a baby monitor or some type of, uh, I do have a baby monitor. There we go. We'll hook one up, and you guys can it right now. Me, Creepy. Toss and turn all night. Oof, uh, not good. Uh, but. That's all you're asking for? That's all it. Right, cool. There it is. I'm done. What's your Twitter handle, <laughs> Chief? <laughs> I'll be sleeping on Twitter at less is more 78. And you can follow me at the Sith List. Thank you. Oh, wait, you know, hold on. King Tom, where can... <laughs> Just kidding. Love you, buddy. Love you, buddy. I'm gl- I hope this you're... All, this is how rebellions start. It's true. Just yeah. be castrated in public. How dare oh, damn. The king, the king will... Yeah, make, exactly. Make, make, a, make, a, uh, make a statement out of him, yeah. Okay. That went... That got weird. At, you can find me at the oh, just list. Now, huh? At the list. And thank you so much for listening. We will catch you next week on episode number 187 of The Sith List.
Thinking of 